Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Justin Small. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Good to have you here. Good to be here. You are a comedian from Berlin, not from Berlin, but you've been in Malaysia for a while. You're originally from the States and uh, now you're back in Berlin rocking it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are you producing any shows here at the moment? No, I'm not actually. Um, I was scheduled to, but uh, business is business and um, somebody on the German scene who's super famous now has my spot. Oh yeah! <laughs> Losing out to the locals. Yeah, man, but hey, that's just how it is and you know, this is Moss Comedy club and the owner we homies so it's all love we you know? homies we homies yeah mm -hmm. i just lost my show at mars as well uh but now i'm free on mondays uh mm -hmm. which is exciting mm -hmm. but um yeah hairy bitches it was uh, it was cool but uh it just wasn't it just uh, wasn't working for the club so hairy bitches may reappear somewhere else but um mm -hmm. i don't know why i'm talking about this i guess we're talking about lost shows well, you could give it a plug real quick because just real quick talk about what is hairy bitches about because that's a crazy name for a show yeah. i love okay the whole the whole uh concept basically came because um the owner of mars comedy club wanted me to do a show for ladies single ladies get the ladies in Aperol spritzes white wines <laughs> white girls on bumble was basically but he didn't say white he wasn't discriminating but that was kind of the vibe mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and um and i was like okay so you want it to be like a female empowering show he was like yeah yeah just uh no hairy lesbians anna mm-hmm and from that moment, I stopped removing my body hair because I was like, fuck you, Fabian. Yeah, do that, do that. And then he came back to me like uh, seven months later. He was like, Anna, Anna, do a show here. I'm like, I will only do a show with you if I can call it Hairy Bitches. Mm -hmm. He was like, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. I, um, and then Moni also wanted to do a show and uh, she uh, is very focused on mental health. And so we kind of brought it together. I was more focused on the stand-up comedy. She wanted to do stuff that was about um, kind of like shame, uh, getting the audience to sort of re-empower themselves from their shameful moments. And um, mm -hmm. uh, she devised a competition. And uh, the very last show that we did, we had um, a competition for the most, uh, the deepest shame. All the comments from the audience are anonymous. We read them out on stage. And then we had a vote which was the deepest shame from our favorite shame deposits. And mm. uh, this guy got crowned master of shame. Nice. Because he <laughs> shat his pants when he arrived at a bar and went to the toilet and... Um, <laughs> That's the worst time to shit your pants at a bar. Yeah, when you arrive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the best part of it was when he went to the bathroom, all the shit was just on his cheeks and none of it was in his underwear. Oh. And so he managed to get out of shitting himself without dirtying any of his clothes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was almost like a victory shame, really. That's like, amazing. I know. Like, So this guy must have been wearing boxers, number one. They had to be loose enough mm -hmm. that maybe they didn't drag against the dirty butt cheeks, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And then on top of that, I reckon there must have been a lot of butt there to hold that shit in. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Lots of butt indeed. Definitely. I think it's more of a... Like, I think if you're fat enough... He wasn't fat. But mm -hmm. if you're fat enough you could shit yourself and not spoil yourself. Yeah, that is true. Like you spoil know? your pants. The image that I have in my mind, absolutely true. Yeah, right. This brings me actually to something that you once told me that I 
always think about, actually. Talk about it. You <laughs> have no idea. <laughs> no I don't idea. always think about it, but I think about it at specific <laughs> moments. You were at a friend's house and you went into uh, his room and he lived with his girlfriend and you saw a pair of G-strings. Oh, <laughs> You saw a G-string on the floor and it had a little bit of shit on it. And yeah. you were like, oh my God, that is so disgusting. Like, girl, like, you just have your, ah. Oh. Yeah. And you were so grossed out by it and i was like dude have you ever worn underwear that intentionally goes against your your anus like against no, your exactly i've had wedgies you've had you yeah, but that's I mean. that's a very different thing to wearing a piece of fabric that actually just rubs up and down against your anus for the whole mm -hmm. day so mm -hmm. even if you like you know, you could eat like just an unfortunate meal and breathe out at the wrong moment and then mm -hmm. bend over and boom, mm -hmm. you have a little reminder of that moment mm -hmm. on your underwear. Yo, I can sympathize. <laughs> listen, listen, I can sympathize. Absolutely. I understand that there are extenuating circumstances when you might shit in your thong like it's However, not shitting it's more like okay the okay, thong okay. acts as the um <clears throat> innocent the arbiter paper. of poop yeah like it coaxes and, it out of you okay i did i wasn't aware of this okay so this is all new information mm -hmm. and the justin that told you this was <laughs> slightly more immature than this one because i probably <laughs> haven't changed that much but the justin that discovered that poop thong was a much more immature Justin. Poop thong. I think yeah. that I might mean, be the name of this episode already. <laughs> <laughs> Good. It has a ring to it. Listen, but here's the thing, yo. Give me that poop thong. Here's thong. the thing. <laughs> that thong, 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 thong. Hold the poop, please. <laughs> no, thank you. The um, thing is? So the thing is, okay, number one. No matter what underwear you're talking about, a little bit of poop is a lot of poop. I agree. I <laughs> right. agree. But and, if but, you're and, wearing like a full but, a full but, net but like granny this, pants. This was like not a skid mark. It was like a piece of poop. It was a piece of poop. Yeah. yeah. Like a it nugget. Was, it was a it was like a nugget. There was a nugget That's on her thumb. It was not a skid mark. This shit. <laughs> Like, no pun intended, this shit, it was a shit, it was like a little nugget, you know what I mean? A nugget. Like, if you took two little rabbit ploops and put and like mushed them together, it was like that size. Two rabbit poops? Yeah. Oh my and god. It was like enough for me to see from across the room. Oh, dude. So, it was like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe if you like put up like your thumb, like the top part of your thumb, yeah. maybe. And it was like, whoa whoa like a piece of poo on the floor on a pair of underwear and it was just on like and you know how underwear in someone's room which can just be casually on the floor yeah. and it's not a messy room yeah. you just sometimes fucking throw your underwear on the ground and go take a shower or what, what color was it the underwear i don't remember was not it dark light. or was it i think it was pink it was pink i think it was pink a light pink i think it was a light pink yeah okay that's a dangerous color got... <laughs> <laughs> like a, i wouldn't like anyone who's got a white g-string i'm always just like you are bold like that is like i've got a few light color g-strings and it's always mm -hmm. like i need to be feeling pretty confident in mm -hmm. my diet at mm -hmm. that point to be doing that just if right. like a whole eight hours in a g-string it's know? like wait a minute I have only been eating veggies the last four days. Yeah, or Let's it's go. like, I've just like been that? doing coke and not eating. Like, <laughs> I'm stopped up nicely. Yeah. <laughs> Pull out the light panties. Exactly. Or like, I don't know, or if I've prepared for anal sex, you know, word, bit of a douche. Word, word, word. Then maybe. But like, even then that doesn't, you I know. I heard douching is unhealthy though. Oh, you don't do it all the time. 
Okay. Just a little bit. Okay. Slight douching. A, a slight douche. If you know you're going to get your ass eaten or you're open to anal, mm. a little douching just gives you that extra confidence to so go, yes, can, stick it in there. The same douche you can use vagin- no, vaginally, you can no, no. anally. The same with um, vibrators and stuff. You should really only use uh, those things for one. It's funny. Penises don't work like that. But with a douche, like I would never douche my vagina. There's no fucking reason to douche a vagina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. None. Right. I can't see a reason. I'm like, pretty what, what sure a man invented that too, right? Uh, I think actually um, uh, like sex workers invented that. And it was actually okay. just to get out um, remnant semen from the previous client. That damn remnant semen. <laughs> <laughs> damn Another it. good name option. <laughs> remnant semen. <laughs> that is so good. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> For remnants, like it was like a, it was more of a contraceptive, you know. Mm, uh, a guy mm. would come inside, and then she'd get the the sponge wet and put it inside, and and mm, then like mm. yeah, um, uh, squirt it back out. Word, word. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know what else. To whereas say. I don't, I don't know what a, a vaginal douche looks like. I'm pretty sure it's still kind of like a like a sea sponge vibe. Whereas an anal douche is like mm. it's like a fucking balloon, like a plastic hard firm plastic balloon like bulb with like a, a straw that you screw on top and you fill up the bulb and is then you the, put that up your butthole same thing as an enema uh yeah it's basically an enema but an enema seem uh, yeah it's basically an enema mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah you're just you know i don't use milk i use water but um yeah. I, if if you if you had a camera and you would see how my eyebrows just rose up <laughs> when you said i don't use milk because Justin doesn't know what you're talking about, and didn't I've, know that was a thing. I've, I, as a kid, I remember my brother mentioning something about like uh, milk douching, uh, like douching yourself with milk. Maybe it's like oh, less, word. less um, hard. Like the, the the yeah, all the chemicals and minerals and water maybe are, are more um, corrosive than in milk. Mm. Uh, but that just seems expensive and a little bit silly. Um, uh, once you douche with milk, <laughs> do you then have to douche with water to get? I'd the say milk not. Out? I think no. it'd be nice to actually and douching with milk. It's like it's got a nice little kind Sounds of cummy consistency. I guess <laughs> a bit tasty. You know, stop, yo, milkshake. You, we, were, we were talking about jizz a second ago. Yeah, um, let's go back. There. Yo, and I was having this thought, like yeah. archaeology, man. They mm. can find. Mm. They have all these issues with like fucking di- oh who oh the the DNA of these people who were these people who are those people, mm. but they can find things like oh. These people 3,000 years ago used to harvest honey because there's sticky shit on the inside of this pot. Oh. Oh, they used to harvest yogurt from goats because we can tell. This is... Jizz is the stickiest thing I've ever seen. Oh, dude, jizz is the stickiest thing. It's not even water-soluble. No, it's not. Talking about remnant... I learned that very late. Talking about remnant (laughs) semen, I'm like, how is there... Did nobody find any jizz on anything anywhere throughout history? Of course they have. Of course they have. Then why haven't we heard of it? Study point. Like, uh, teeth survive. You'd think that jizz would stay on teeth, right? <laughs> I'm saying, yo, remnant <laughs> semen, yo. Remnant semen. If, like, it doesn't come up, it's hard to wash, like... It's a metal band name for sure. Remnant. Remnant, remnant semen. We're remnant semen. <laughs> <laughs> and we, they're looking for a drummer. Throw us your teeth. <laughs> We're going to stick all over them. That's definitely American too. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure, sorry, I just spat all over you. I'm sure... Um, it's all good. Yeah, I'm sure they're... There, I'm sure that exists. That research that there's like semen found in sarcophagi in mm-hmm. Egypt, right? There's probably got to be like 
on some CSI shit. There's semen everywhere. They're like on this on these shows. There's semen <laughs> everywhere. That's how they solve all the crimes. There literally probably is semen everywhere yet to be discovered. Yeah. Or we're just not looking for it. I I like why do you want to look for it, Justin? I mean, I don't want to look for it. I want someone else to look for it so they can tell me what. And and what I, I feel like I maybe it's just the base me. layer assumption of archaeologists is like. Yeah, there's semen everywhere. <laughs> we don't need to research that. There's semen everywhere. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. Maybe like Justin, we found this out like a hundred years ago. Everything is covered in semen. Yeah, That's like old news. Yeah, it was like this. The the first guys that wanted to be archaeologists were like, yeah, yeah let's like uh, let's like find where we jizz, like like dogs, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, oh, it's everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's just the, maybe that's like archaeology 101. You don't need to search for the jizz. Mm-hmm. It's there. You got to start somewhere. And they started with jizz. They were probably just trying to be funny. <laughs> what if there was jizz on everything, y'all? Yeah. And then they uncovered it. And there's like, yeah, there's jizz on everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's everywhere. It's a pity. Like, that's uh, ah, the only thing. Okay. So like we were having a chat before we started recording about mm-hmm. um, past lives and um, yeah. and how you had a, an, a girlfriend who thought that she had uh, just become a woman and that mm-hmm. in her past life, she was a man. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way. Like, I definitely feel like in my past life, I was a gay man because the way I, like my hunger for, for cock is that of a gay man's, you know, my, mm-hmm. my, mm-hmm. my hunger. Heavy okay. appetite. Heavy appetite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm loyal. I'm loyal. Mm-hmm. But uh, the drive is there. Digmatized. Digmatized. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also just the way I, I hold myself and everything. I feel feel very much like I'm I'm a, a dude in a lot of ways. Uh, and your your ex felt the same way. And then you feel like uh, you might be on the way to become a woman in your mm-hmm. next life, mm-hmm. which is very mm-hmm. cool. But I I my, this whole conversation about semen being everywhere. It's like. It's a pity that we couldn't have like, you know, like female squirt stains everywhere. Like why aren't mm. the bitches getting out there and rubbing their, you know, snail trail uh, or, yeah. you know, yeah. um, what would you call it? Like, uh, like our egg white, you know, we're not, we're I, not spreading I would, our. Uh, I would just call it pussy juice. Pussy juice. Yeah. Just call well, it what it is, man. Jus de vache. Juice of the pussy. Exactly. Why? Yes. And, and I think, you know. Juice du puss. And yes, there's imbalance there. It's like, all right, dudes can spread their fucking remnant semen everywhere. Mm-hmm, women mm-hmm, can't. Mm-hmm. But then you were also saying, you are saying that women are not necessarily better than men, but it's like we are the, the evolution, like we're the life givers. You know, mm-hmm. if you evolve to be a woman, then pull, pull, you get two breasts. And right. then all that penis becomes this whole like internal network of mm-hmm. expanded and um, like more orgasm potential. And totally. so I guess totally. that's the trade-off. We don't have semen to cover the world with, but we have... <laughs> pussy juice. Pussy juice and milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, what else do you need? <laughs> I guess. And we've got menstrual blood, too. Let's let's not forget the menstrual blood. That's like a trifecta. It is the trifecta. I mean? Yep. That's right, actually. We've got all three. Low we key. Just, we just don't spread it everywhere like boys do. Yeah, you're just not obsessed. But that's the thing. Mm. Being a woman, you're much better at managing your emotions. <laughs> you know? So it's like, why? I'm already going to think in advance. Why would I rub my pussy on this wall? Yeah. What is this? And you know I mean, dudes are like, I'm going to rub my dick on the wall. And then be like, why did I just do that? It's this after you. I mean, you, do, if you even have the afterthought, if like you that's, even have the afterthought, because yeah, yeah. then you might just be like, guys, I just rub my dick on this wall, and then everybody, yeah, you know what I mean, and then there'll be another three thinking. guys being like, oh, that's a great idea, let's rub the dick on the wall. Mm-hmm, uh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. And women will just be like, look at them, 
rubbing them. their dicks on the wall. Like, let's get back to business. Uh, exactly. I've got some events to manage. And, and some uh, things to put in my pussy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're distracted rubbing their penises on the wall. Why aren't they rubbing them in my vagina? Exactly. Uh, oh, men and women, huh? Yeah, man. Men and women. Not better, just different. Just different. Yeah, so I don't really wear as many G-strings these days. <laughs> <laughs> How's your diet? <laughs> Not so good. <laughs> Is there a correlation right there? Or? I think there might be. I think since I started drinking again, and I'm trying to just drink on the weekends and after shows that I produce. Um, and even then, I'm trying to reel that back a little bit more. But I definitely feel like I have a less stable diet now that alcohol has been introduced. Mm, alcohol is slowly being reintroduced back into the word yeah word. and it messes it up you know? you know i've been drinking a little bit more yeah, since things start a, opening up yeah you're not such a drinker nah not since you met me really when yeah. i was younger i used to be fucking drinking a lot smoking cigarettes doing mm-hmm. all that you mm-hmm. know what i mean same mm-hmm. thing and at some point it was honestly just i had such bad enough hangovers where yes. they start lasting all day yeah I was it like, like I'm coming home to visit and I'm fucking like throwing up in the, in, in the bathroom in the middle of the day. My mom, come on, my mom's roasting me. I'm like, she's <laughs> about how old I'm getting. I'm like, this has got, this has got to stop. I got more moderation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, for me, my, um, cutting back on alcohol was more of a, well, there was so many elements to it, but it's just like, I'm going to get more stuff done. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be more confident in what I'm doing mm-hmm. at each step. And I'm not going to feel like I'm running from thing to thing. And I feel like since I started drinking again, I feel a bit like, oh, am I keeping up? I'm not sure if I'm doing everything because I'm having all this fun on the side, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You know what? That's actually, that's also part of like one reason I stopped is because it can get so distracting. I get, I just yeah. get so focused on fun. Yeah. Like that's, it's been a problem for like, like when I first moved abroad. And I'm like living in Germany and I'm having this good time. I'm working for a startup. I'm an intern. There's all these people from around the world. It's like 200 people here. The beer is you know? good. The beer is good. I'm in Munich. So yeah. the beer is fucking only comes in Steins, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like lit. I'm so lit. I'm basically, it's like a work, but I'm also on vacation low key. Yeah. You know, that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And so I got to focus so hard on work because this partying is just overtaking everything. Yeah. And I feel like when you are having the fun times, you end up feeling like you need to overcompensate because there's also this um, level of subconscious like guilt and this moral um, hangover of like, well, if I had this much fun, then clearly I'm not keeping up with my other commitments mm-hmm. and my other projects. Mm-hmm. So there's sort of this feel of like, uh, yeah, just like chasing this thing and you don't, you don't necessarily feel like you've got everything under control because mm-hmm. you're having all of this out of control fun. Yeah. Like so it's like an imbalance. It's like you feel, you feel it's there. Mm. It might you might not even be able to put a finger on what exactly it is, but you kind of feel it. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, because right. you're. But then, then there's it's also the element of like, because then you're doing the work and you're like, yeah, but I want to have fun again. You know, mm-hmm. so like you're trying to mm-hmm. rush through the work a little bit so that totally. you can go and have fun again. Totally, that's been a problem for me before, man. <sighs> yeah, I took acid this weekend. Do that, man. Yeah, I did that. I did that because uh, I'd said I would do it with this guy that I'm seeing, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended up being like we basically just slept through the whole trip. <laughs> like I'm not sure. Like I don't care about wasting it, but it was like that's a weird way to take acid, Anna. Like <laughs> I mean, low key, yo. 
Acid is undefeated. Maybe that's what you needed, you know? Yeah. Maybe you just fucking needed that nap. Yeah, I and did. Maybe that's, you know what I mean? It was a good sleep. It was well, a great sleep. There was some sex beforehand, which was great, and then a solid sleep. Were you tripping during the sex? Yeah, a little uh, a little bit. A little, like, not hard. Not hard. Mm-hmm. I think I was more tripping when I was dreaming. Were you coming? So, so you were coming up, maybe slow coming up mm-hmm. while the sex was going down, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. nice... And well, then sleepy time. that doesn't sound like such a bad trip, though. No, it was good, actually. It's like I'm maturing. I, I take my acid before I go to bed. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a proper dose. Yeah. Right? If it were mushrooms, that would make more sense because mushrooms, like, absorb all the toxins and actually mm. give you the best fucking mm. sleep. But, mm-hmm. yeah. But how are you doing on the the other drug uh, yeah, um, sphere? I've been, uh, I've been mushing it up, man. You've been mushing it? Yeah, you can call me a fun guy. Mm. <laughs> oh, my God, you did it. I did it. You fun guy, yeah, you. I fun, I fun guy did, man. Um, but yeah, I um. Hey, do you just like eat the mushrooms whole whilst you're out, or do you do you make ju- like a jungle juice or? So I actually got into into uh, farming my own. Mm-hmm. My uh, ex did that too. Yeah, I had too. Let's many call mushrooms. them shiitake mushrooms. Okay. And um, because <clears throat> that yeah, man. And uh, so I did, I started getting into it over lockdown, right? Uh-huh. And uh, just to experiment because in Malaysia mm-hmm. I had an incredible experience in Malaysia. Um, my older brother started it mm-hmm. he, from a company from Amsterdam. He's growing mushrooms. Yeah. He was experimenting him and his girlfriend. Okay. So we end up um, taking a family vacation. It's me, two older brothers, my brother's girlfriend, and my mom. I've met your, I love your family. Your, yeah. You guys you are have such a good them. hang. Yo, we're a unit. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are so unit, good. Yo. All of you are equally fun to talk to. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Although I love you the best, of course. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> everybody does. <laughs> 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 this sounds like an amazing holiday. It was. Man. Where were you? So we were in Malaysia. Uh, we were flying Malaysia. to Cambodia, right? Oh, so yes. I've never been there. Uh, me and brother Chris uh, are and mom are at the airport. Alex and his girlfriend uh, Alicia have the mush the shiitake mushrooms, mm-hmm. and uh, they're on their way to the airport. So we text the brother group chat, and he's like, "Hey, do you guys want to eat these mushrooms in Cambodia?" And we're like. Uh, dude, we can't take them through the airport. And he was like, I know. We're going to have to eat them on the plane. <laughs> we're like, what do you... We're like, what, dude? He was just like, well, I'm already on the way to the airport now. So <laughs> either we eat them or they throw them away. And he was just like, oh, shit. You know, one brother was like, dude, I don't think it's a good idea taking shiitake mushrooms on a fucking death tube flying death tube and i was like yeah. bro that's a loser's mentality that is a let's loser's fucking mentality. do this shit. but it's also like taking those mushrooms into a country with such a strong like anywhere in asia yeah drug so policies definitely not doing that but we ate them in the airport and got on the flight how many did you eat like were they powdered or were they um, whole they were whole they yeah. were straight up they were straight up shiitake mushrooms how like uh how fat are we talking diameter um, of the stem I would say in centimeters, maybe like I mean they weren't they weren't biggies. They weren't okay, biggies. Okay. I wasn't um off my ass, but I was having the greatest flight of my life. Oh my Two God, hours. So yeah, man. I was fucking it, it felt like it felt like a test. Because I had the middle seat between two people I'd never met. <laughs> oh no. And I gotta keep all of these revelations I'm having in while I'm flying through the air on this metal t- I'm like Were oh. you writing them down? Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Absolutely. Some of that shit became material. I oh, was like, shit, yeah, Fuck, yeah, man. Psychedelics need to be about. Totally. I was, I was like, fucking. The hardest thing was like not giggling. <laughs> yeah, dude. Everything was tickling me. I was like, this is the fucking greatest time ever. I seen the ugliest baby I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> 
turn around, look back. Most beautiful baby I've ever seen in my Aww, life. See, I mushrooms. was like, that's the most. Why wow, I love shiitake. Have you have you seen the movie um, uh, Fantastic Fungo? No. Oh, dude. Fuck, watch that movie. Fantastic Fungo. Um, it's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, you're fucking reading. Yo, you're fucking reading my mind. <laughs> it's the mycelium. We're connected. Yeah, we're connected, <laughs> yo. We're fucking connected, yo. But, um, oh, that's funny. That is funny. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know, yo? It's like your autobiography title. Oh, Fantastic, Fantastic Fungo. Fun 100%, yo. But it's a it's wow. beautifully made. Like the cinematography is insane. I recommend watching it on like a big screen, like on a get, okay, get a projector nice. up. Nice, and nice. Um, it's like an hour and a half. It's super scientific, and it, it basically no. Uh, we had to uh, rent it off. I think you can rent it via YouTube or okay. whatever, but it's not on a free to air. Uh, I'm sure you could probably illegally stream it. But um, let's do it. Yeah, right. Um, but just a beautiful, like, hour, hour and 20 max, I think. And uh, it goes through the science of how, like, deep science of what mushrooms do. Like, just generally, like, fung- fungi, they call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I'd be like, fungi. Um, <laughs> and, like, mycelium nice. and the intelligence and the, the, the how they network and how core they are and how evolved they are on the planet and how they are something that we should learn from and how they're being used for therapy and as well as like serious um, illnesses, like like certain cancers and stuff. Mm-hmm, so there's mm-hmm. a, a dude. I think it's got to be in Canada, um, who is really uh, pushing pushing for it and like farming and, and and trying to get these accepted by the FDA or the Canadian equivalent or whatever. And um, and yeah, my parents watched it too, and they were like, mm, "Let's get some mushrooms." <laughs> Which, and they're like super conservative drug wise, um, but just in terms of uh, the medical benefits are insane and then um yeah after watching it it was like i felt so justified in my crazy sort of two years of eating mushrooms because my (laughs) ex also got the the uh, netherlands kit and he did two years worth of harvest and the last harvest was um yielding mushrooms that had uh stems that like a sort of diameter like radius what do you call it like when it's a cylinder Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. two centimeters across Oh yeah, diameter, fat diameter, mm-hmm. fat boys, yeah. and then like with the mushroom tops, and um, I had some really intense trips, and we also used to try and do it where we would like turn off the lights, and uh, put shamanic drumming on, mm. and just like be with the go with deep. the trip, go yeah, in. Go, go deep. In, yo. Go I in, never really went that deep when we tried that. I would always go deep when I was out. Uh, usually when there was some alcohol involved, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, I feel like this is going to be the uh, revival summer of mushrooms for me. Word, it could be, man. Yo, listen, there's a fucking revolution going on. Oh. I don't know, like, what, it, say what? Oh. Oh, I think he said ho. I was like, <laughs> that really was a proper ad lib. There's a revolution going on. Ho. Oh. <laughs> I was like, nice. <laughs> That's totally my speed. How'd you know? Like, low-key, I kind of said that shit to myself in my head. But oh. I just don't. Yeah, I just don't normally say that out loud. But I do say shit like that. What's going on in my head? I'm like, hoes. Hoes. I just leave it at the question. Mark. I love them. I love them. Uh, so what's this revolution? <laughs> um, Man, it just seems like people around are fucking opening up to like, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say, okay. I don't want to sound cheesy, but for lack of a better term, like it just seems people are feeling more in tune with their own existence. Ooh. You know, more often you hear pa- casual passing people say love and light. 
while they're like walking away from each other or like you know you hear people saying like oh yeah something about vibes something about oh their energy, energy. oh just frequency you know and it all sounds so mm. cliche but at the same time scientifically that's all what it is yeah vibes frequency vibes you know what I mean? totally and, and mushrooms are very connect like seriously watch fantastic m- fungi <laughs> more and more people are accepting things like you know I, first time i ever did mushrooms shiitake mushrooms i was i was 17 mm-hmm. i was visiting my brother who was in uni who was who was studying abroad mm-hmm. and, and and we went to amsterdam i tried you know i was 17 i was i was just trying to partner i had no idea what they really were and mm-hmm. now you know i'm 31 and you know i've been experimenting with them more is in much more of like a medicinal mm-hmm. capacity mm-hmm. um and the research i've done to get here where i'm at and along with the philosophical, spiritual journey I've been on, and then now looking around and seeing how many other people are actually now warming up to this kind of stuff and how mm-hmm. it's being presented in a different light from mm-hmm. this to MDMA, mm-hmm. LSD, all of mm-hmm. this stuff is now like, they went from being like, oh, if you do this shit, you're a fucking, you know what I mean, junkie or, or whatever. Yeah, delinquent. Or, and now we're realizing yeah. this is actually how you enhance your quality, like often enhance your quality of life. Quality of life. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally, man. Um, and I think also, um, that's not a sexy topic, but like, I think the lockdowns and I think the extreme lockdown that we had in Berlin, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was just like two, like one, three months, you know, nothing open except essential shops and mm-hmm. like massive restrictions on seeing people, like only being able to see one other person mm-hmm. at a time. And then another lockdown of seven months that was even harsher. I think, um, for a city like Berlin, I think there's been so much uh, like internal crisis and then um, strategizing and self-help. And uh, I feel like, I feel like it's um, like, yes, the pandemic has created a different world, but specifically because of how governments have had to deal with it. It's not just like, Oh, people are dying. It's like, no, no, there's been all of this internal work that people have had to do. And people, there's a different appreciation, I think for um, how how or an awareness of how people want to live mm-hmm, and how mm-hmm. important social existence is yeah like how each person feels like they personally want to live yeah like, yeah what do i feel like t- handling what i feel like not don't feel like handling anymore yeah and on you top know. of that like all the people who are not have not dealt with it well i think all the people who uh have dealt with it you know decently have probably just distanced themselves from the people that aren't helping them mm-hmm. and so I, it's, I'm really interested to see. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so excited mm. for for this next uh, chapter of existence. Word. Yeah. Back to sexy shit. Yeah, sexy shit. Um, yo, I can't recall if I've ever really fucked on psychedelics. Really? Yeah. Oh, I can't tell you how many times I've fucked yeah. on psychedelics. <laughs> Ta- t- uh, uh, mushrooms and LSD. Uh, both. Yeah, I've done a lot of sex on both. Could you could you give a few notes about what it might, how you might feel on it, like mm-hmm. psych- psychologically mm-hmm. and physically? Yeah. Um, a lot of my uh, acid um, sex experiences. Oh, I just want to make sure my computer's working. A lot mm-hmm. of my acid um, sex experiences were often combined with alcohol. With a partner or like just willy nilly? Oh, actually, pretty much always with a partner. I mm-hmm. don't think I've ever. I've, I don't think I've ever had sex on LSD without a like with a, a random person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's too it's and also just taking LSD. I'd need to be with a bunch of friends that I really know. Like it's yeah, such a set vulnerable setting, space, right? Yeah, yeah. It could get fucking weird it if do- things aren't going. Yeah, 
as expected or yeah or, yeah for sure yeah and it's it's very like um obviously because acid is such a uh and so how much acid are we talking about like one hit or maybe just like a little bit oh uh, like, usually i wouldn't take more than a, a quarter of a tab because if for me if i am on if i'm if i'm like tripping mm. I don't, sex is like the furthest thing from my mind. But if you're with a partner and you're tripping, and so I had this one time Mm -hmm, with my mm -hmm, mm ex-husband, we um, would be now drinking, we took a bit of MDMA, and then I was like, hey, I got this old acid, and we ended up fucking for hours, and it was uh, very kind of artistic, visually uh, stimulating, insane visuals. I, I get visuals when I have sex anyway, so if I've got my eyes closed when I'm sober and I'm having sex, I will often get like colors and scenes and uh, images when I'm having sex. What? Yeah. Whoa. I, yeah. So. And this was before I ever in... took psychedelics. Okay. So let's, can we just, mm. that's even cooler. So, <laughs> so hold on a second. Yeah. Fuck that other stuff. Whoa. <laughs> So, but you, but you're, are you present? Are you here? Um, or are you somewhere? Are you? I'm physically like I'm in the, um, like with the penis inside me or whatever's inside me. I'm physically present, but my, I guess my, I, my, I go somewhere else, um, mm-hmm. psychologically, yeah, mm-hmm. mentally. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm connecting with other things, mm-hmm. I guess. So, like, are you seeing the person? Who's either in? I was gonna say in front of you, could be behind you, oh, behind but, me, <laughs> often, or, or to the side. <laughs> um, are this person who's in you? Are you? Are you? Can you see them? No, uh, or they're no. completely out of it. Okay, I'm completely, wow. I'm completely not in the visuals either. So sometimes it'll be are like, you, is, is it a dream world? It's kind of like a like, dream does, world. Is it a place that exists here now, or is it just no? Like... It's like not temporal. It's it's also like uh, it doesn't really make any sense. Like um, like one of the ones that I remember really well is like uh, these Japan. And often Japan <laughs> is a part of it. Very <laughs> strange. But like these Jap, like my. Like, imagine a cinema screen. That's what I'm seeing. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just my yeah outlook. And then, like, uh, doors, like, colored uh, sort of screens just opening up from, like, red to light blue to gold to... And the other mm-hmm. the other day I was having sex. I think it was just, like, two days ago. And uh, it was, like, these doors. And then there was, like, a, a samurai um, <laughs> hel- helmet. And then, like, rolling hills. And then, um, Holy shit. but I've had other ones recently, um, yeah, with this new partner uh, that I'm having sex with. Uh, I had like all of these, like, um, it's, it can be very geometric. And I had like all of these kind of triangles dude, that were all these different dude. like gradients of colors. Dude. And then like, as I, as it like I zoomed in, they were all nuns wearing like dark green oh, and yeah. different layers of like different, Some different layers. Of, nuns. It's like for super. No re- for no reason. For no reason. Yeah. And then my okay. very first image when I... Um, it sounds like... One second. Yeah. It's, I've never done it, but you, you, it sounds like a DMT trip. Yeah, dude. My, my every time? Or just when it's really good? When it's or... really good and I'm really able to just... It's like when I really connect with my physical and then my, um, my self-conscious, like my kind of ego disappears and then I'm just in this um, like visual, like quite artistic, geometric... Um, kind of collage space yeah what do you think your face looks like my face looks like <laughs> yeah when i'm doing this yeah. i have no idea 
<laughs> it doesn't. It's not always when I'm orgasming. Orgasming. It's like it's like the lead up, and usually when I orgasm, it then just to sort of goes to like white or black or whatever. Like I'm wow. just I'm just gone. But like the very fir- one of the very first ones I had was um uh, like this uh, green like the the half the screen let's say is like green like grass and the other half mm-hmm. was blue and then there was an armadillo. Uh, hanging in the air with its tail up and its nose down mm-hmm. and it was just being like teabagged but just like floating <laughs> in the air it's a good description <laughs> i perfectly see but like this yeah, armadillo yeah. was just like dipping up and down into mm-hmm. this puddle mm-hmm. and there was a fence behind it and it was like that was what i was visualizing dude you need to fucking okay okay i need to start need painting to, this shit you need i need start to start painting this yeah, shit I writing do. it down extremely yeah. visually you need to and i get fucking write a short film yeah there's also like that. a really artistic short yeah. you know what i mean very like, like do you know um alejandro jodorowsky no do you think i know <laughs> you fucking yes. think i know who this guy yes. is yes with a name like that no this dude's way he's half half spanish half russian yeah what the fuck is that <laughs> Name you that? know Alejandro Jodorowsky. No way. Okay. <laughs> you better dude. not ask me that shit again. Who the fuck? Is you should... <laughs> I <laughs> thought you were being like, dude. Of course I know him. He's nah, this... bro. Alejandro Jodorowsky. He's like this cult figure in cinema. It's like he's I... made uh, like three um, really big films. Two, the most, uh, the biggest ones are um, El Topo, and the other one is um, El Topo. El Topo, and the other one is like, uh, like Italian. Uh, 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 like the like the rat. And then the other one is, um, shit, the most famous one is Mountain, uh, Holy, Holy Mountain? Holy Mountain. And they are the most um, like visually allegorical, crazy, um, like every, it's like a Wes Anderson movie where every scene is like, could be a postcard, but his are so thick with symbolism and like crazy stories in each picture, but it also has a narrative. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, just like really really concerned with religion and uh and economic structures as well as uh, like fairy tales and it's just like layers good. of like poetry on poetry yeah on poetry. and he he Visually is if you want to check out a there's a documentary uh <clears throat> called um Jodorowsky's June and he do you know the movie June Dune yeah Dune yeah June Dune um he was supposed to do the very uh, first adaptation of that but um and he was going to have Salvador Dali play like the evil villain and he was going to have um yeah like like different bands like cool bands for mm-hmm. each side of the soundtrack and mm-hmm. it was this huge production but he could never get he didn't wasn't able to get the funding to to make it happen so mm-hmm. then fucking Spielberg came in the but, world wasn't ready but check it out his stuff is amazing if you want to be high and watch something insane mm-hmm. uh holy holy mountain is just un undefeated like the most psychedelic amazing film to watch word if you text it to me yeah i will so i have in writing i, I would check that yeah shit out. yeah yeah so basically uh his kind of filmmaking is it like was very I saw reminiscent his... of my orgasms. Oh, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, of my of my weird. Basically, my my weird kind of what did I used to call when, it? Like my the, visuals. When the going gets really good. Have you heard of this director? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking a very cinematographic, visually fucking esteemed director. Check it out. It's kind of like that. Check it out. Check it out. Check that's, it out. That's me right there. And then like. <laughs> If you date some like artistic girl, you can be like, "Oh, have you seen? Have you seen Jodorowsky's June? Uh, <laughs> totally. So uh, so allegorical. So so psychedelic. Bro, that's amazing, yo. Yeah. So there, that slight, that slight 
segment, I was interviewing you a little bit, yeah. but I but but the world needs to hear what you had to say. <laughs> that is that is I've never heard any shit like that. Yeah. So I had to ask these questions. That's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Some guys have. Do you like, know anybody else who do, who have you ever come across like oh girl shit me too? <laughs> no. no <laughs> has that ever to be honest, I've only ever told it to my. Um, sexual partners and some of them are like what are you not focusing on me You're just escaping. <laughs> and i'm like oh dude don't make it about you yeah um, yeah but then like totally. uh, you know it's just it's like it's yeah it's it, clearly <laughs> uncomfortable enough to just go into these spaces um but sex on mushrooms is like i i don't think it's that different because with mushrooms for me i go in and out of feeling high and usually if i'm on mushrooms it's like i might just be focusing on the pleasure and it's a bit more uh, there's more love involved, I mm. think. Um, whereas LSD, I get heightened visuals, like mm-hmm. much more heightened. Um, or I'm just like uh, more experimental. Mm-hmm. Okay, got you. I mean, I has to do this thing. Yeah. I've never tried. The mm. heat of the moment takes over sometimes, man. Yeah. That's how I first ate booty. First time. It's first like, time, I yeah. didn't plan it. It just popped up in my face. And yeah. It just happened, and there and a noise was made, and and then that a was meal was eaten, and, meal, <laughs> and now you're doing jokes about eating ass. Now I'm doing jokes about it, you know, <laughs> and getting like, teeth, like gum infections. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're unrelated. Uh, good, 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 <laughs> they're good. totally unrelated, but when I put them together in my head, because yeah. really it started because I was I just eat a lot of chocolate at night. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of kinder boy notes no let boy them notes. do the math and think it's because you're eating shit yeah and oh, many dude. times many times i'm like i want to double back and be like you guys know i don't need ass you know what I mean? <laughs> you know it wasn't poo you know exactly but at the same time I'm like fuck it man i just want to I, I want with my energy you mm. to just kind of know that's not what it is mm. but at the same time he, it really might be though it really could be it really could be <laughs> yeah. um so you haven't had sex on psychedelics ever not that I can recall. Having come down, yes. Yeah, yeah, come down. Yes. I feel like that's still being on psychedelics. I feel like an acid trip is yeah. like is both the come up and the come down. Yes. Very yeah, much yeah, so. Yeah. So there was there was maybe holy shit. You wanna hear something crazy? Yeah. All right. So actually, yeah. Actually that now I'm remembering the one time I was getting it in, coming down off an acid trip. Mm-hmm. Uh in getting a, it in in a in a, in a, in a vague that wasn't mine <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, nice. um and um it wasn't hers either i was just i was staying there it's like a furnished not that i broke in oh, it, was, okay. <laughs> it was it was yeah was that confused. sounded crazy your face yeah. <laughs> my face y'all you should have like, seen her face i was like i thought you may have like stayed on the couch after a party and you were like yeah i'm just gonna fuck her yeah, you yeah, fuck yeah, it yeah, yeah yeah no i did not fucking break and enter into someone's apartment no but, i really um, thought house party or, or, i wasn't or i also didn't stay after a house party and yeah Schmang it on the couch. Schmang it. But um But you were renting a fully was, furnished right. mm-hmm. room, room in a vegan. In a vegan. Mm-hmm. And um the the <laughs> the sheets were in the wash. So mm-hmm. we were on the mattress. Mm-hmm. And uh <clears throat> we put a towel down, mm-hmm. but she also happened to be on her period. Mm-hmm. But and, that's why uh, you put the towel down, right? Yeah, that's why yeah, we yeah, put yeah, the yeah. towel down. But yeah. at the same time, um, it, it doesn't usually happen when we have sex, but this time it had, she fucking squirted and there was just fucking, it looked like someone got stabbed a lot. Really? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because, oh shit. Yeah. A blood squirt. Yeah. It oh. was like, whoa. Yeah, man. It was like, we had to do a lot of like fucking trying to get the shit out the mattress. It was oh, like, man. oh man. Cause if somebody, of course you put the, you put the sheets on it. Yeah. It looks fine. But whenever we leave. 
Yeah. And this guy needs to change the sheets for the next person. He's going to be like, oh, my God. You could right. be like, I had a, I, I, I had a, I had a paper cut. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they bleed a lot, right? They bleed so much. It Look, was I right had on a, a nerve. Yeah, the... I had like a really itchy mosquito bite, and I scratched mm-hmm. it in my sleep, and then I lost my leg. Or I got a <laughs> nosebleed. Yeah. Out of my vagina. Out of your vagina. <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, we did manage to get it up, though. She's, yeah. I mean, she's incredible. I mean, I don't know where, where she got her skills from. But. Yeah, I'd say because she's a woman. I mean, honestly, I would too, but I wasn't going to say it. Yeah, <laughs> not. Better not. Better not. Better not. But I'm glad you said it through. That's that telepathic That's shit, right. yo. You said it That's for right. me. That's right. I do. Because honestly, I do know where she got her skills from. Yeah. She got them from her mom. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. her grandma and mm-hmm. the one before that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Cleaning blood off things. Ugh such a such a skill but it's like so lame you know yeah be cool if we could like if the world just accepted blood stains on everything <laughs> like why shouldn't there be we're human like yeah but yes but then murderers are gonna have an alibi uh, I mean, what do you mean i just rock bloody shirts i just rock this one what do you mean it's a pattern right we all have it right life man it's no, life totally i didn't stab him you know? yeah that's uh, cool the the connection between life and death and blood yeah, man. Yeah. Gotta have blood. Gotta have blood. Got yeah. blood? Yeah. Blood. All right. We're not going to talk about blood, menstrual blood. I feel like I've talked about that so much on my podcast. Oh, okay. Word. Because I could talk about it. I've had experiences. Yeah? Yeah. What have you got? Uh, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, okay. Okay. I remember. Okay. I used to date this this girl. Um, So, okay. I was living in Atlanta. I went to this HBCU, Historically Black College University, mm-hmm. uh, super, super deep and Afrocentric. And so, like, there was a men's school, a women's school, and then a co-ed school. Mm-hmm. Three schools put together. They're all different schools, but we call it the Atlanta University Center. Mm-hmm. So, you could, you know, as a man, you could take schools at the women's school, at the co everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Basically one school, right? And so, they are very, they, you know, they're known for, like, empowering people of color, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm, you know, I'm dating this girl. She's from, you know, she's a girl from the South, this thick girl afro mm-hmm. you know very empowered black woman and mm-hmm. that shit honestly we to this day we don't we don't really talk mm-hmm. but or at all but i'll say yo i'll sing this one's praise and she made a man out of me okay how okay this is an example of the attitude she would have mm-hmm. i had this friend who come over and he would routinely cross the line with things he would say mm-hmm. especially with her mm-hmm. and so uh she was busy snapping her fingers upset about something she had an attitude <laughs> about some shit right and this dude was like oh what's wrong yo are, are you on your period or something <gasps> and she just like looked at this dude and was like excuse me do you even know what a period is nice are you even who says you're even qualified to talk about my period yeah and the dude was just like, what? And she was like, even if I was on my period and I have endometrium mm-hmm. ripping away from my uterine wall and dripping, out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's getting very graphic and, you know what I mean? I guess yeah. you talk about a lot on your podcast and yeah. you also know how it goes. So, yeah. Right? And she is laying down this very graphic steps of how this is and what it is now. Mm-hmm. And my friend, she was like, so if I did happen to have an attitude, you would fucking deal with it. You know what I mean? And he's just sitting there like, oh my God, like I've never, nobody's ever talked to me like this before. You know yeah. what I mean? And now I know what a period really is. And now mm-hmm. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know? And that, yeah. that is how she nipped things in the bud. I didn't, she didn't take any shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she was like, we would have discussions where, you know, 
she she would get me so hip to as as much as she could to the other side because mm-hmm. she used to say things to me like, "Yo, Justin, wherever you go in life, whether I'm there or not, you might end up having a daughter, and mm-hmm. if it's not for 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 anything, I'll make sure." you're prepared for the situation as much as possible oh she was that sweet she's a g and we don't talk i I don't you know we don't have a relationship anymore but yo like seriously and the more i the more i live life the more i'm like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's real one yeah yeah so shout out to shout out to great exes yeah shout out to to actual exes that put that put that actually like low-key improved you yeah yeah. Speaking of this, uh, what do you want your period thing? I had an incident. I had an incident with the guy that I'm seeing on last weekend. Uh, he no, doesn't matter when he. Uh, I'd said, yeah, I'll come with you to your to your second um, uh, vaccination appointment. Oh, uh, even though it was at 10 a.m. and we'd been out quite late, and I was like, yeah, I'll come with you. I'll get a coffee nearby. All right, as, and that's as we were falling asleep. And then the alarm's going, and I'm like, I don't want to get up. Like I don't have to go to this thing. Like why would I? And he was like, come on come on you're being lazy mm-hmm. and i was like Mm-mm. and he kept going he was like you're being lazy anna come on come on get up get up come on mm-hmm. you're so lazy i mm-hmm. was like i am not gonna take this yeah she would piss me off oh dude <laughs> and i was like uh, finally i was like i was like i just need to sleep a little bit more and he was like come on mm-hmm. come on lazy and i was like nah and i got up and i put on my put on my clothes and he was like what are you doing what are you doing barrows and i was like <laughs> no i'm not gonna i can't relax here when you're calling me lazy i don't have to get up but mm-hmm. i'm gonna get out of here because i can relax at my house mm-hmm. and he was like you're being crazy anna stop and i was like Whoa. oh shit <laughs> And I, <laughs> I walked out, went to the bathroom, came back. He's like, well, uh, like, like, you know, what, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, I'm not going to have you calling me lazy and then crazy. And then... Um, if, if just freestyling and yeah. shit. <laughs> like, can you just dropping rhymes on me? Yeah. And, uh, and then eventually I was like, he was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Then we walk into the appointment. We get there and I have coffee. And he's like, by the way, you didn't hear the third thing I said this morning, did you? And I was like, what did you say after calling me lazy and crazy? He's like... Like he was like, <laughs> he was like, I said, it's it's so weird because you you just finished your period. Oh, 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 oh I spoke to him soon. Yo, that shit's funny, but I wouldn't. That would not come out of my mouth. And he repeated it so I could get angry at him. Oh no! In hindsight, okay. and I was like, oh man, you were so lucky You're I didn't hear fucking that. Fucking stage five instigator, yo. Oh dude, yeah. <laughs> he wanted the smoke. Yo. He want, yeah, he wanted it. And I was like, Oof, we're gonna have a chat. We're gonna have a chat sometime where I'll just be like, dude. I never need to. I never need to get up because you want me to come with you to an appointment of yours. Like, do never, never pressure me to do that and have some Hell empathy. Yeah. If you, if I see you sleeping when you've said you're gonna come with me to do some boring shit for me, mm-hmm. and you look tired, I'm gonna be like, babe, do you want to stay sleeping? Mm-hmm. And not be like, hey, lazy, hey, lazy, mm-hmm. get up. Yeah, totally. Ooh. Remember we were talking about rubbing dick on the wall. Yeah. Or versus like just having the forethought to be like, how is that gonna serve me? It's, how is this gonna serve? How is mm-hmm. this serving them? How is it serving mm-hmm. me by serving them? Oh my god! Totally. Yeah. You saw. You just had the. You would have the. I was like, I could shake this person up and make them come with me, but you know what I mean. He's probably gonna be grumpy, and then I'm gonna have to. Do but who am I to disturb this sleeping right. person who doesn't need to go out? And then that's on top of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And my and mom was like, my mom was like, oh, but he just wanted to spend more time with you, you know? And I'm like, he needs to. He needs to respect my boundaries and see me yeah. as a person and not someone that just accompanies him to his boring shit, like. Or would you? You probably would have been more receptive if he wasn't fucking shaking you and calling you lazy. You probably uh, feel just you like. You do babe, not call me lazy. Babe, 
I would really appreciate it if you. <laughs> no, like, I'd, <laughs> or lo- some, yeah, you know, like just... I'd love it if we could have a coffee. Do you want to come up? But I understand if you want to sleep, you know. You see, but you see why why I know that? Because mm. I'm close to becoming a woman. That's right, baby. <laughs> That's right. You're this close. You're this saying, close. Man, I'm on the fringe, yo. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going for it, yo. Fuck yeah. Um, <laughs> any other topics? Let's, um, let's, let's, uh, any other disgusting topics you want to bring up? Well, not disgusting, just adulty stuff. Just adulty stuff. I mean, adult-y. it's hard, bro. Being adult is hard. Dude, tell me about it. That's what I'm it. finding out, man. It's just like expectations. Yeah, man. Yo, sometimes I be thinking about my parents, and I'm like, they were way further. My, my parents had kids by the time they were my age. Yeah, but that's also like, I've been talking about this a little bit with some people. It's just like having kids. Uh, yeah, I think the guy that I'm seeing read something out, which was like, um, uh, research shows that um, having children will not make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> And it's and I think there is this thing like obviously our parents' generation different assumptions, but it's like there's still this kind of weird baseline assumption in humanity, which is that having kids is is like having a family will make you happy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, mm-hmm. you need to be happy mm-hmm. and then have a family. Like exactly. if you're not happy, that family's only gonna make you miserable because you're you're miserable and you're propagating, exactly. you know, you're 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 extending, you know, passing on your dissatisfaction and bitterness with the world. Okay. Speaking of one person for the rest of your life or nah? Could you do it? Do you want to? Or just like, fuck that shit, I already know. Or I don't know yet. I would love to have one person for the rest of my life because it makes it simple. Like, of it course, makes it simple. Of course, there's complications in that. Um, mm-hmm. In that, you know, one person is like, that's a lot of work. But it, it all depends on, on, like, you just don't know what's going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be ni- it would be really nice. Like, it'd be really great if, yeah, something that's feeling really good just continues feeling really good and you can work together and you're going to have hard times, but you can like still work stuff out and you can maybe have kids and you can do everything in a way that's considered and loving. Yeah, man, one person would be great. Mm -hmm. I think so too. Mm. But the older I get, Mm. the more I'm kind of like, I don't know, man. Like the more I'm kind of like, I don't know. I have this I have this duality in my head and they're competing right now mm-hmm. because the traditional me and like the lover side of me is mm-hmm. like I do want that one person mm-hmm. who I can share everything with. I've mm-hmm. been through long-term relationships and shit. I enjoyed those that aspect of it, you mm-hmm. know, me sharing everything and mm-hmm. growing and everything. But at mm-hmm. the same time, like I kind of like having new experiences oh, and yeah. like doing new shit. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, me new pussy is 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 cool, but at the same time what I'm scared of mm-hmm is at the end of my life either ending up with nobody mm. and just being alone mm. or having to settle with somebody and mm. being like, they are right. But yeah. I guess this is who I got. You know what I mean? And like... I've got a good friend. I feel like that would be even worse. That would be. I've got a good friend um, and she's uh, she's had an open relationship now for five years and now she's pregnant with her partner. And okay. I was, <laughs> my first question was like, well, who's baby? <laughs> Yeah, I asked that as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, she asked that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for DNA tests. Uh, no. Um, but it seems to have worked really well for them. But there are two people that really, you know, that really wanted to stay very independent. And, and, and yeah, like a bunch of experiences for them meant that they really wanted to work on having a relationship that was based on understanding and love, but with freedom to do stuff. Now, mm-hmm. I don't want to have... Um, an open relationship in that sense. I really feel like spending time fucking other people is taking away time from 
this person that you're in love with and that you care about mm-hmm. and i don't i don't want to be seeking it also becomes like the score thing of like mm-hmm. oh well he fucked someone this week i better go and fuck someone this week too because mm-hmm. otherwise i feel like i'm missing out i don't like that do i think i i'm a strong believer that um like you know nothing obviously nothing is forever um but i don't i don't you know like if i ended up being with someone and having kids with someone and then that thing eventually breaking down and then i think i've got probably you know i've got a life where i could have another few long long-term relationships mm-hmm. it would be nice if it was just one but mm-hmm. i know how much i change like i develop and you i just know understand people in the process of yeah and it's how like people work and shit now and it's not failure I when a relationship you. ends and i don't think it needs i don't mm-hmm. i think i don't i'm not interested in having you dick like when i've got a partner i'm not like oh i want other dick it's more like i just want to feel like that person is adding to my life and i'm adding to theirs and that we're helping each other grow and uh and and feel um confident ourselves Mm -hmm, and that mm -hmm. that's the only really important thing and often relationships because of how relationships work and humans that they tend to it gets to a point where it's like oh this isn't serving me or you anymore Mm -hmm. and so it's time to move on yeah right like you said sometimes it's not even a failure it's just the right time to break shit off yeah it's just the right time to go hey let's just let's just like do the accounts here oh this was really good here and here and here. And now I'm actually feeling bad about myself and I'm feeling uh, all these negative feelings around this. And then when we talk, it's not going well. Mm -hmm. And how are you feeling? Is it the same? The same. Maybe we should try for a little bit. Maybe we could try and and place some, um, uh, some strategies here, but uh, let's give it a crack. And when it doesn't work, it's like, all right, Mm -hmm. let's sign off on this and and see if we can find a different dynamic that actually gives us energy. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. I mean, I think that's the. I mean, I think that's a good outlook to have, if you do aspire to hopefully have one person. Mm. But with the mature idea, thinking like it might not work out that way. But totally, you know, what I mean, it's the energy that you're kind of putting out. Yeah, you know? and we're we're in our thirties. You know, like I'm gonna turn thirty five at the end of this year, mm-hmm. and that's a bit of a like a. Boom, boom, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, oh. it's another bong. The first one is like 25, yeah, 27, yeah, 30. Yeah, I had like yeah. my, yeah, 20, 28, 29 was like a whoop, I need to change things. <laughs> and then, uh, and then like, yeah, two years ago, it was like, whoop, need to change things. And yeah, my, my idea is to mm, probably four years' time from now, maybe have a kid. That's mm-hmm. my last window. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. and by then, hopefully, comedy's good. And then, but that's, yeah. I, I'm not gonna have a kid with anybody that is anything less than what I think would be a great dad mm-hmm. and a great I could see you being a cool mom. Thank you. I could see you being a fucking cool mom, yo. I yeah, reckon I yeah. could have a cool baby. I could see I could see kids being like, oh, like I want to go to like Chad Barrows's house because his mom is so cool. She always has Capri Suns. You know what I mean? Chad Barrows. That's my child's name. Yeah, yo. I was just thinking Australian, and they got names like that. Chad or Chad Ruth. Ruth is that a it's just a a, sorry ruth's but it's a bit of an ugly name um (laughs) ruth i knew a ruth Ruth. and it is kind of ugly. ruth (laughs) just like yeah there was a girl in my kindergarten called ruth girl in my kindergarten named ruth i had a crush on her though oh yeah my one uh had a bad haircut and always forgot to wear underwear oh god damn where is she now (laughs) (laughs) shout out to ruth from st leonard's no panties no panties wait you said bald head no panties no no bad haircut oh bad haircut no bald that's intense i was about to say like yo if she has got the same style she's probably hitting today yeah right fine as hell oh yeah like you see that girl with that crazy haircut i heard she got no panties on (laughs) 
I think she'd she be stays like with no panties. One of those grubby girls that always has like you know boogers in her nose and like different haircuts and earrings and like ear piercings that are getting infected. I'm gonna stop Word. now because I'm gonna insult someone. It's but um, plug something. We'll wrap it up. Plug something. My butt. Yeah. <laughs> nah. But <laughs> <laughs> very, very honest. Uh, nah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> very deflated. Um. Yo, um, what's up, Justin Small? You can follow me on Instagram at JustyCakes, J-U-S-T-I, Cakes. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't have a show at the moment, but you can catch me around town. Um, actually, I am working on producing a show um, uh, with Moni. Cool. Uh, she's asking for help working uh, on her storytelling show. Nice. So that'll be an afternoon show on Sundays. For now, it'll be in the park. We might move to the wall. Um, cool. And then I'm also doing a July 4th show. Uh, I don't know where it's at, <laughs> but uh, I'm a part of an all-American lineup. You know, the Chris and Drago, they mm-hmm, do their thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure where it's at, but I'll be posting about it, so follow your oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Your oh, yeah. boy. Man, I had a really good time, by the way. Yeah, me and, too. Um, that was very fun. Yeah. We haven't really kicked it like that, for real, for real, no, but I, I'm, I'm having a good time, though. Yeah, for um, sure. If you... I would love to come back. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to invite myself. You know what I mean? But I just did. But if you have, if there's another opportunity, I'd love to come back. And keep Absolutely, chatting. Jesse. Absolutely. Yeah, there's just a lot more that I feel like I can talk about. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. I'm just going to plug. Uh, I've got a show next week with Shahak Shapira and Tama Katan. Uh, Katan. Um, we, he's a great comedian from the States uh, visiting Berlin and Shahak, of course. That's on the 2nd of July if you want to catch it. It's at a really nice new venue um, for me. Uh, big, a big cedar one. So check that. 2nd of July, it's called Triple Threat. And uh, if you still don't follow me, find me on Instagram, on TikTok. And uh, tune back in. We'll be back next week. That has been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Goodbye. Peace.